Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. Sorry, but we're better at this than you. Written by Penguinator. Two squads of five in front, one on our three. Lieutenant Adams flicked his visor to IR, confirming the presence of the enemy Quistalia. Affirmative, he keyed in. Alpha and Bravo swing fifty meters right. Charlie and Delta fifty meters left. Echo, on me. You know what to do. Yes, sir, came a chorus of voices. Adams switched to Echo's private frequency. We're gonna get their attention. Who are my engineers? Morgan and Pierce. All right. Morgan, Pierce, toss down some mines and withdraw back to Defilade. Everyone else, pick a target. You get one burst, then back. Sir, I'm relatively certain we can inflict heavy casualties if we get more than one burst. I understand that, Evans, but we're not looking to inflict heavy casualties at this moment, are we? No, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. Now, pick a target, and make sure it's one of the big ones. Sir. Lieutenant Adams checked his map readout as the engineers laid their traps. Looked like his flanks were in position. Squad, fire on red smoke. Adams pulled the pen off a canister and lobbed it in between the two forces. Three, two, one. Pop. Blood-red clouds billowed from the purple grass. The trees lit up with a muzzle flashing, and Adams squeezed a quick burst in the general direction of the oblivious Quistella before sprinting back to cover. The war cry of the Quistella rose as he ran back. The tall grass was whipping at his legs. He checked his map readout again. Looked like all three squads were charging him and Echo. Good. Twenty seconds later, the war cry changed to shrieks punctuated by the sound of landmines going off. Adams dove into cover. He exhaled. It was all going to plan. Curiosity got the better of him, and he peeked out over the cover. The landscape was on fire. Maybe he should have told the squad of engineers to cool it a little. There was only a squad and a half left. Morgan, we're going in. Disable the mines. But sir, they're biocoded to us. They won't go off on us. I understand that, Corporal. But at this rate, we'd be lucky to have half a Quistilla left. And I need at least five whole ones. Yes, sir. Morgan quickly tapped on his wrist comm. Adam switched frequencies back to the platoon-wide comms. All squads attack. Remember, I need at least five of these Xenos alive. And in one piece. Preferably the smaller ones. Go... He checked his map readout as he ran towards the Quistalia squad. All five squads were converging on the disoriented aliens. Balls up! He screamed into the translator as he burst into the newly created clearing. Down on the ground! Remaining Quistalia happily complied, as they were suddenly surrounded by forty human soldiers who seemed very eager for blood. Lieutenant Adams did a quick head count and his men disarmed them. All right! There's seven of you. I only need five. 
Two of you can leave. The Quistaria looked at each other, hesitantly. Loyal ones, aren't you? I guess you're gonna make me choose. Adams examined the face-down prisoners. Three of them were wearing the same marriage beads. Hmm, this could work. He drew his pistol, making sure to rack it for effect. Ah, look, we have some lovebirds. Ain't that cute. You know, I was always kind of jealous of how tolerant you guys of polygamy. I mean, uh, sounds great, right? In theory. But I always figured there was one problem. You wanna guess? The three Custalia looked at each other, clearly terrified. Spare us your morality lecture, human. One of them spat. Oh, come on. Don't be like that. No, no, this isn't a problem with morals. The problem is that if there are three of you, one of you is the least liked. Now, who is it here? Greeny here, or maybe brave boy. I mean, if you can get lippy with me, I'd hate to see what you're like normally. Greeny and brave boy exchanged a glance, then looked at the pink one. Oh man, you don't mean that the two of you are more gay than bi. Wow, I was not expecting that. Well, either way, both of you get the hell out of here. See if you can make it back to base before I execute Miss Friendzone here. It's the least you can do for her. Adam signaled to his men, ordering them to release the two lovebirds. They both stood up, shooting apologetic looks at the former lover, before sprinting into the woods. If you're going to kill me, then go ahead and do it, but let everyone else live, at least, said the pink Quastalia. Adams laughed. Don't worry, doll. Mind if I call you doll. Don't worry, doll. We need you alive. Adams stood addressing his men. Bring these guys back with us to the vehicles. And Maskin, tell the artillery to hit this sector in twenty minutes. Fire for effect. Zentus was not happy with being left on guard duty. He always got the crappy jobs. Plus, his partner was an idiot. Where is everyone? Zentus sighed. Did you not hear? There were reports of human contact along the western side. They took five prisoners. Corbeck scratched his head. Oh, uh, so why is everyone gone? Zentus sighed, but louder. Just take your seat and watch the trees. Nothing's gonna happen anyways. As if on cue, five human APCs suddenly burst through the forest. Zentus scrambled to sit up in his turret, tossing his cup of bray across the room. Crap, I'm gonna have to clean that up later. Corbeck, you better be awake, he screamed as he hit the alarm. Why are you so excited? Corbeck drawled. They'll never make it past the mines, and if they do, the auto turrets will take care of them. They're all biocoded to allow only Christelia. Zentus sat back, realizing he was right. Hey, did you just say something smart? Zentus asked. I'm always smart. Yeah, right. Zentus quipped. He sat back in his chair, but kept an eye on the approaching forces as something didn't feel right. Early reports of battle with humans had been that they were cunning and hardy, and charging into certain death didn't feel like something that they would do for no reason. Any moment now, they'll hit the mines. The humans kept coming. Any moment now. The humans kept coming. They really should have tripped the mines off by now. The humans kept coming. 
They definitely should blow up by now, Corbuck said. Zentus pushed down his surprise at Corbuck saying two smart things within five minutes and focused on the incoming APCs. They were within 50 meters of the ship now, definitely within the minefield and engagement distance of the autocannons. Frigate, he growled, turning his turret onto the APCs and pulling the trigger. But nothing happened. What the? He pulled the trigger again, to no avail. A little notification popped up, reading, Friendly forces detected. This doesn't make any sense. Suddenly, the cannons on all five vehicles unleashed a barrage onto the ship, blowing a hole in the side. The human war machine thundered into the ship, leaving an odd sense of calm on the landscape. Zentis keyed his radio. Humans have breached the hull. Repeat, humans have breached the hull. How many of them are there? About five vehicles, so a platoon company? What are they going to do to us? We've got a hundred times the amount of soldiers as them. As if on cue, the vehicles suddenly burst back out of the hole that they had created, charging across the landscape. They disappeared as quickly as they had come. Oh, um, they left, said Zentus. Guess they realized their insanity, came the reply. Where did they breach us, anyways? Zentus surveyed the now quiet landscape. Not sure. On the aft side, near the thrusters, right next to the... Oh, no. Doll, now called Dolly, watched the trees fly by the window of the APC. She was tied to the seat, but at least it was a comfortable one. Across from her sat Lieutenant Adams. He caught her gaze and smirked. Thanks for coming along, he said. We would have been blown to bits if you and your friends hadn't fooled the bioscanners for us. Dolly managed to spit the gag out. So what? Forty soldiers could never defeat four thousand in combat. You retreated as soon as you came in. All you managed to do was plant a bug to get data of our energy systems. It'll be discovered in the next routine maintenance. Adams's smile widened. Oh, we didn't need to get the data off your systems. Quite the opposite. We needed to upload something onto them. I don't think that your reactor is going to be undergoing routine maintenance anytime soon. Nolly's blood ran cold. No, would that even work? Oh, yeah. Adam stared into her eyes, into her soul. The sky outside went bright with the light of a Quistilia's ship reactor overloading. Through the din of the explosion, Dolly heard him say, What did you say? Forty soldiers could never beat four thousand in combat. Sorry, but we're better at this than you. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment, just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.